Oh, but is the hammer still on? Yeah. Yeah. Welcome. Good morning. So glad that you all uh, joined us today to take a moment in this busy, busy time to uh, focus and worship and praise. Steve, would you uh, do an opening prayer for us, please? And we, and we are, are uh, we are not we are many, many Sunday, this Sunday, but we but can we certainly can uh, praise and sing and lift our voices. voices. Uh, I don't know if you were here last Sunday, Sunday, but last Sunday, Sunday, Sunday was just me. And, and this Sunday, Sunday we have Katie, Katie back, 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 so, so <laughs> we're moving we're back. back. And, uh, and then, uh, as more as and more, and more people, people uh, get a little healthier and get back out there, it'll look a little more more usually does, but we're just going to roll with it today. So. One of my, One favorite, of my favorite things, things about, about Christmas, Christmas is music. music. And, uh, you can you just can hear just, just even a few bars. bars just brings you back, back to all of those memories, memories and focusing on, on all of those, those uh, wonderful, wonderful uh, the Christmas, Christmas story. story. It just, it just, just a few notes, notes and, and it puts, puts you right there. there. So we're going to so start, start off with Voice Tonight. Oh, little Tim and Bethlehem. Just yelling. Just yelling.
to you at my 176 Elaine the Major. I remember seeing this mom with her grandma Sherbin. And I don't know. You guys, you guys don't know, don't know but my grandma used to do the children, children when, when I was a child, child. Lots, lots and lots of years, years ago. And, and uh, this, this was a perennial favorite for the, the kids, kids to have, have us all wind up and, and, and uh, do the beat of the doll for baby Jesus. And we would sing this one. All right, Just, just Lauren? Lauren? No, no. I think I you think were there, you were there, there as, well. as well. That's, That's what he'd like us to remember. remember. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have we'll to find the picture of it. All right. At turn to page 
We're going to look at the reading for the Advent wreath. I believe that today is the Sunday of Love. Correct me if I'm wrong. Anybody believe that? Yes. 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 We did help. We did joy. And we're on to love. I always tell the kids at school, I have love in my name because my last name is Brinkley. So it's kind of fitting that. Do you have the paper? I'm helping my They do, they do not have access to this as well. As well. It's on there. Awesome. awesome. Okay. okay. So, so, uh, so sometimes, sometimes we forget, forget that the incarnate God, God took on all, all that it means, that means to be human. human. The love, the love of, of God, God has come for us wherever we are. are. Jesus didn't flee from complicated feelings or situations. Instead, he entered into them. He doesn't, he doesn't flee from, from us either. either. He, seeks he seeks to embrace us in the midst of our messiness. We are the beloved of God, no matter what. what. The, story the story of Christmas reminds us that there is, is no distance that God would travel to be with us. us. The love, the love of, God of God seeks us out where we are. God desires to be with us. Because, because we are loved, we are, loved, we are reminded, reminded to love the people of the world. Of the world. Just, Just as Christ, Christ loved us in the midst of our lives, we are to are love others where they are. May we love others where they are. Just as we have loved. Today we light my fourth Advent candle, the candle of love. Love is at the heart of the Christmas story. Love motivated God to give up heaven for humanity, to become Emmanuel. God loves Love draws God near to us even now. Even in the midst of our lives, love motivates us to care for the world around us. We are the beloved of God, and we are called to be a community of love towards those around us. We are loved by God in the midst of our lives. And we, and we are to be a community of love, love to the world, to the world around us. God, God of love. love. We sometimes, sometimes forget that you came, came to earth for us. For us. We sanitize the image of your coming, coming, and we and feel, feel like we are worthy, worthy of, the of the love of God. God. But, you but you didn't shy away from messy circumstances. circumstances. Instead, you entered right into the middle of love. Remind us that there is no distance you wouldn't go because of your great love for us. Then give us your heart of love for the world around us, that they may know they are loved by you. And if we do have the kids, go to the and if you're ready to He has come. He is. He has offered the gift of life in God. I pray for you that you will really have joy 
during the celebration of the incarnation. A prayer that she has given is Merry Christmas. And I mean it with all my heart. Pastor Steve had a sermon a couple weeks ago. And he had planned a rather special Advent event. Circumstances intervening was not able to have that for us. But circumstances changed again, so Steve, we're bringing it today. My daughter Brianna is going to sing for us a wonderful Christmas hymn, accompanying my, my, my granddaughter and accompanying my daughter Janelle on the piano. Thank you. 
Thank you very, Thank you much. very much. Well, we are well, well into the season of Advent. A lot behind us already, and the whole world is wonderfully involved in it. Houses are a place of light, streets, businesses, even schools. All, all, all because Jesus came. He is the light of the world. That's what we celebrate at this Christmas time. Light's always been a big part of the Christmas celebration. I can remember, I can remember when, when people wanted to use lights so much for Christmas that they did. They risked their lives by putting flaming candles attached to the very flammable pine trees. Often as a result, they wanted the light. It was interesting when the first Christmas lights were invented, right after Thomas Edison invented the electric light. The first, the first string that was put on sale was six, six bulbs, bulbs on a short, a short cord. cord. Put on put sale for a price that, that took the average man's total, total weekly salary. salary. And it's so like hot cakes. That's how it's important the light lights in connection with Christmas. Christmas. It goes all the way back. Actually, it's because of light that we celebrate Christmas on December 25th. In the old, in the old world, world, this time, this of, time year of year was a, was a very, very important, important time of year. year. For, months, For months, the days had been getting shorter every day. day. The sun, the sun putting out less heat. heat. And, people and people feared that. that. They worried they about, about it. it. Unless, Unless you were a Jew, Jew and assured by God that every season would always come in its own time, most people thought, Maybe this Maybe time, this time it just keep getting darker and darker and darker and darker 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 So they, so they, they had, had all kinds of ceremonies to try to make sure the sun recovered and, and, and came back. back. And, when and when they realized they were coming back, back they celebrated. They rejoiced. They rejoiced. Well, well, time starts changing about the 22nd of December, the 25th. You can tell the days are getting longer. Oh, what a relief. Oh, how wonderful. And so they celebrate. In ancient Rome, Rome, that celebration, that celebration was, was dr done with drunkenness, orgies, orgies gladiatorial contests, bloody, bloody ones, ones, all kinds of sexual morality. And you know, and the early Christians could not participate in any of that, would not participate in any of that. So here so they had this big celebration going on. Most Christians were slaves, and during celebration, they got extra time off. What are they going to do with it? They decided to celebrate the coming of the true light into the world. The light that revealed the truth, revealed the way. Light that men needed to come out of darkness, have eternal life. So. December 25th became a Christmas celebration. celebration. Well, there's well, still some drunkenness during Christmas and some other bad things too, but at least we don't have a gladiatorial contest in the bloodshed anymore. Christianity has got some. has got some things about changing things about Christmas. 
about this this celebration. celebration. I want to read read from from John John chapter chapter 1, a few verses. First chapter, chapter, Apostle Apostle John. John. It really talks talks to us about this coming to Jesus. A little bit little different, different way, way than we usually think about it. But John, John chapter, chapter 1, verse 1 to 5. In the beginning, in the beginning was, the, was word, the Word, and the Word was with God, God, and the Word, and word was, was God. God. He was he with was God, God in the beginning. beginning. Through Him Through all, all things, things were made. Were made. Without, Without Him nothing was made that has been made. made. In Him in was life, and that life was the light of man. The light, the light shines, shines in darkness, darkness but the darkness has not been understood. It. And then and down to down verse 10. 10. He was he in was the in world, world, and though the world, world was made through him, him, the world did not recognize him. him. He came he to came that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or a husband's will, will, but born born of God. God. The Word word became became flesh flesh and made made His dwelling among us. us. We have seen seen His glory, glory, the glory of the one and only, who came came from the the Father, Father, full full of grace grace and truth. truth. And that's that's what Christmas is really to be all about, is that Christ God the Son, the of, Son God of God has become, has become flesh, flesh and has dwelt among us and brought, and brought us the light, the light that we that need to know about God, God and about and man, man and about eternity and eternal life. life. You know, there, you know, there are, it's gotten common lately for some people who want to show how clever they are to point out that Jesus could not possibly have been born on the 25th of December. And that's, and that's true. true. You know, there you know, were there shepherds out in the field taking care of the flocks by night. And that, and that was, was only done during lamb season when you had to get them out of the crowd of pens and take care of them out in the fields. So, so Jesus was born in the spring of the year, most likely. Some say it's also in the fall of the year. Apparently, there were two lamb seasons. But Christmas, originally, was not, was, not was not a celebration, was not a birthday party. You know, you know we, tell we tell little children, children that we're celebrating Jesus' birthday. birthday. It's a good it's story. A good we do that because, because we want to somehow reach these children. children. We, 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 need need connection. Connection. we need a connection. When you talk to children, you can hardly talk about incarnation, God becoming flesh, doing all of that. And so it's really a good thing. But, but as, 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 as adults, adults, we need to know that it's really all about the incarnation, the fact that God, God became man. man. And in the coming man, man brought that wonderful, that wonderful life, life into the world. The world. When you when see you Jesus, see you see what God, God is really like. Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. He is, he is absolutely what God, what God is like in every way, shape, and form. When you see Jesus, you see what man it ought to be like. And he was a man who lived, he was a man who lived a life 
that shows what a life of God, a life in relationship with God, close to God, would really be like. And so we see him in all of those circumstances. We see him as God, we see him as man. We see him as God because he is God. He is presented to us in the Bible as God. 800 years before Jesus was born, a prophet named Isaiah was spoken to by God and was told that a child would be born, a son would be given, and that that person would be the Almighty God, would be the Eternal Father. Now that must have been a joke to Isaiah. His first, His first thought would almost have been, wait a minute, minute. men can't be gods. gods, and the gods that are worshipped look like men are not gods at all. all. This is blasphemy. This, this is outrageous. outrageous. This, this is idolatry. idolatry. Those thoughts must have gone through his mind. mind. He, he never would have believed God said it if it had not been that God said it. But because God said it, he... He, he, he preached. preached. I'm sure I'm he sure didn't understand that. When the angel when the came, to, came Mary, to Mary, she said she to Mary, said to Mary this, child, this child, this be born, born to you as a virgin, as a virgin will be, will be the son, son of God. God. He will, he reign, will reign over an eternal, eternal kingdom. kingdom. I'm sure I'm Mary, Mary was... was she was, she, she was a, was a lovely young Jewish girl. girl. She knew she the truth. She knew about things. things. But, but she was she aware of the same things from God, so she believed him. When the angel came to Joseph, you let him know that Mary had not been unfaithful to him, because everything was in order, but he was to go ahead and marry her and take care of her. And he said, the child has been been born, will be the Son of God. That child will be Emmanuel, God with you. God is making it very clear about these things. Jesus himself, when he became a man, affirmed that, brought before the Sanhedrin and charged with blasphemy. The high priest asked him, are you the Son of God? He said, I am. God's own name for himself, I am. When he was hung before Pontius Pilate, Pontius Pilate said, are you the son of God? He said, it is just as you say. You said it. And when he hung on the cross, and the centurion charged the group there with him all day, who had seen how he behaved, he, he, he was one he of the officers. officers. He'd seen how he behaved before the Pontius Pilate. He'd seen how he behaved in carrying the cross. He'd seen how he behaved when they nailed him to the cross. He heard everything he had to say. He was there when the world became pure and dark. It was like no one had ever seen before. And when the earthquake came and shattered the city, he looked up and he said, Surely. This, this was, was the Son of God. God. 
it became, it became known, known in every way, way that Jesus, that Jesus is, is truly and fully God. God. When we when see we him, see we see the power, power of God, God at work. Jesus, Jesus could, could heal, heal people with a word, word or with or a touch. touch. He raised he people from the dead. dead. And not and just Lazarus, the story we know so well. But he also, he also stopped the funeral possession where a widow, a widow uh, was weeping over her son's body and raised that young man to the dead. And then got word that a young girl was sick and was asked to come and see her. And when he got there, he told the two ladies she died. And he just said, little girl, get up. And she did. He had that power. He could control the wind and the waves. All the forces of nature. He could he read could people's read minds, minds and knew everything, everything that was going, going on in man. He was, he was truly, fully, fully like God. God. In, all in all of his actions, actions in all of his words, and everything, everything, it was obvious that he was at one with the Father in heaven, heaven, that the two were one. one. When you when saw, saw Jesus, you saw, you saw what God, God was really like. like. And so, and so we can we know. know what our, what our God, God is like. Is like. Well, but well, then when we see Jesus, we know we what know man, man should, be should be like, because Jesus, Jesus was a real man. man. He, was he was fully, fully man. man. Through and through, 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 he was a human being. being. We, don't we don't really understand, understand that, that, but again, we have the Bible telling us, and people who come to know him come to know in our hearts and souls. He was, he was born a woman, woman after developing her nine months in her womb. He, he, he lived, lived as, as what, what Mark Martin says was a wee, wee, weeping, weeping pure, pure babe. babe. <laughs> kind of a kind picture. picture. Totally dependent upon his, his mother, mother for nourishment. nourishment. For comfort, for comfort, for loving for love and care. care. He knew he, knew he went he through his childhood. childhood. Had, to, had learn, to learn, had to be, had taught. To be taught. But, but, but learned, learned so rapidly, rapidly he just, just took, it, took in it in because, because of his nature. His nature. He, uh, he, uh, he, was he was not, not God, God in a mask. In a mask. He, was he was not. not in a masquerade, in a masquerade where he was just dressed up like a person. person. He, was he was honestly and truly, and truly a real, real man. man. He had the he brain of a man, man, the heart of a man, the lungs of a man, the liver of a man, the intestines of a man. He was in every way just like us. With one exception, he was different. He never said that was, that the, was one, the one, the one change. change. You watch his life, life, he experienced rejection. rejection. He experienced, he experienced suffering, suffering, torment. torment. He, was he was mocked, mocked he was spat upon, he was whipped. He knew he they knew were going to kill him. Killing. And he never grumbled. He never complained. He, he, he never backed down. He never, he never cussed. cussed. 
he was, he was but man, man all of all us, us should be in all in circumstances. All if we see Jesus and watch him, him, we realize what an abomination sin is and how out of place it is in our world. How wrong it is to turn against God instead of fellowshipping with him. To try to take him on the throne instead of accepting him is our wonderful, loving, caring Lord. We see, we see how, how wrong, wrong it is, is to be, to wrong. be wrong, and how, and how good, good it is to be right, right and to really walk with, with the Father, to really follow Him, and, and to be in good relationship and good fellowship with Him. Well, I've talked about what we see when we see Jesus. Good question. What does Jesus see when He sees us? Well, the newspaper would be a pretty good picture. One thing Jesus would see. All of the selfishness in the world, all of the greed, all of the cursing, all of the desire to get God out of life, to escape from Him, to put oneself out of the throne, the terror, the hatred, the murder that's going on. He sees, he sees all, all of, that, of course. He, he, he sees, sees the person, person who doesn't have the power to get much trouble in the world. world but he, he sees in the heart. heart. He sees the self centeredness there. The light like coiled in on itself because he's self centeredness. The, the absurdity of somebody trying to decide that they can, they can take God's place. Decide for themselves how they're going to live and what they're going to believe and how they're going to act. He sees all of that. And it's amazing that seeing all that and with all his power and his position, he sees through all of that and sees beyond it. And what Jesus really sees is the human population that is badly damaged. That has been marred, broken by sin, sinful, sinful behavior, and sinful others. A people that are lost, don't know where they're going, or why they're here, what they're going to do. You know, Jesus gives us satisfying answers to four most important questions in life. And he's the only source of satisfying answers. Where did we come from? Why are we here? here? How should we live? live? Where, Where are, are we going? going? If you know if Jesus, you know you've got, you've got good, good answers, answers to those questions. questions. The world can't answer those questions for you. For you. And Jesus gave the mission to bring us into fellowship with God. God. His, His purpose in coming into this, this world, bringing light to the world, being there with us and for us was to bring us into fellowship with the Father. To make us as the people that we were created to be. To become like Him. Having a solid relationship with the Father. A fully obedient one. A wonderfully satisfying one. To know God, to know the Father, the way Jesus knew Him. 
It was a mission that caused us to walk on us, poised, confident, accepting everything that came this way without anger, without retaliation. Jesus never laid awake all night just trying to figure out how to be even. You know, he, is, he, is, he was beyond all of that. He wants to bring us beyond all of that. And so he taught us, walked among us, demonstrated God's grace to us. It was a mission that would take him to the cross to die so that he could, so that his father could justly forgive us. There's a mystery there too. But God, God wants, wants to forgive, forgive our sins. sins. But justice just can't forgive sins, sins unless, unless there is a proper sacrifice for sins. Without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. And so Jesus went to the cross and laid down his life as the sacrifice for us. Only Jesus can do that. You know, you only, know God only God can forgive sins against God. God. Sometimes, Sometimes people keep taking on themselves that they, they, they can forgive their own sins or forgive somebody else's sins. sins. Only, only God can do that. God is God the is one who is attacked by sin. sin. And, and every, every sin is an attack against God, God the small ones. If you tell a lie, you are trying to throw off Truth, truth and replace and it with deceit. That's, That's an attack, attack on truth. truth. And God, and God is, is truth. truth. So an attack so on truth is an attack on God. God. It is it trying is to take him off the throne. If you break, if you break a, promise, a promise, you are trying, you are trying to throw aside faithfulness, faithfulness and replace it with cheating. It is an attempt to do away with faithfulness, and God is faithful. Therefore, an attack on faithfulness is an attack on God. God. And when you silly to think that I, for example, to say to you, well, I forgive you for the sin you committed against God. That would be as if I had a couple of friends, Joe, Tim, and Tim did something bad to Joe and I Tim, I forgive you for being bad to Joe. No, no, only Joe can forgive you. Only God, only God can forgive you. Sin. But sin, sin requires, requires a sacrifice. sacrifice. And a human, a human sacrifice. sacrifice. And that and has to be made, made by, by a perfect person. person. We can't we sacrifice, sacrifice ourselves for our own sins. It has to be has done by a perfect person. person. Jesus, Jesus is a perfect person. person. So, so only Jesus can sacrifice sin. No, uh, this, this may be a little, little to the side, side but something that concerns me a lot. A lot, a lot of people, people who are, who are, who are following, following Christ, following Christ, Christ or Christians, Christians really, really believe, believe what salvation sin, sin is all about. about. Is Jesus, Jesus died, died, forgave us of our sins, and now we get to go to heaven. That's the only part of it. You have to be forgiven. In order, in order to enter in fellowship with God. God. Forgiveness is the big part. part. It's the important part. part. It's the it's beginning part. part. But, but Jesus, Jesus had a lot, a lot more in mind, mind than just, just expanding the population of heaven. I want to read uh, 
a verse for Titus. It says, He gave himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness and to purify for himself a people that are his very own, eager to do what is good. What Jesus wanted to accomplish for us was to bring us into such fellowship with the Father in heaven that we would know him, we would be one with him, we would understand him, we would love him as he loves us, and we would live for him. And be in touch with him. There's an Italian word. I'll bet I'm better than no. no. <laughs> There's an Italian word I just love. It's so kind of It means, it means two, two persons, persons being tight, tight, tight be together. Be we used to we talk, talk about, about a people being boozy buddies. buddies. Nowadays, they talk about BFFs, friends, friends forever. And what that what means is two people that really care about each other, really support each other, Really stand, really stand together, together really agree really together, together, and are and always there for each other, other and always in touch with each other, other always in harmony with each other. other. That, that is sympathetic. That, that is booze and buddies. buddies. That is that best friends forever. forever. That's, That's the relationship Jesus wants for us to have with his Father. To be one with him, to be totally in harmony with him, to realize his goodness and his greatness. And his mercy and all the wonderful things about him. It's just astonishing, mind-boggling, that the Lord is willing to forgive us of our sins. And beyond that, to really want to be that kind of friend, that kind of person in our life. And this is what Jesus made possible. Redemption. Becoming, becoming a new person, person. becoming, becoming like him, having the same, same relationship with the Father that, that he had, totally, totally one, one together. together. I mentioned, mentioned that repentance, repentance is the first step, step. but it but is a tremendously important step. step. Unless, Unless there, there is forgiveness, there's no chance of fellowship. No chance of no this kind of relationship, relationship with, God, with God, which is the relationship, relationship we need. So in everything, so it's a small thing that he's willing to forgive. It's an astonishing thing. Some people think that sins is a small thing, don't matter. As I pointed out, even a lie is an attack against God. Even a sneer is an attack against God. That matters. And it's and marvelous it's that he's, he's willing, willing to forgive us. That Jesus was willing, willing to take on that mission, mission and go to the cross, cross so that we so could have that kind of a, of a relationship. That, that is amazing, amazing grace. grace. Amen. I thought of saying that uh, uh, sure you don't pick up with God. God. When you do that, you have his power across the world. If you're going to say, hey, I don't want what you're doing, I'm going to do what I want to do. Put him up <laughs> if you do if anything, you anything wrong, 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 wrong God, God is not a comfortable place to be. But God is willing to leave us there. He wants to bring us 
to himself, to himself. in fullness. In fullness. And that's, and that's what this celebration of the incarnation is really all about. God, God became, became flesh. flesh. The, Son the Son of God, God became a man in order, in order that he might bring us this vision, which, which will bring us the Lord. Lord. We, need we need to celebrate, celebrate that Christmas. Christmas. Part of the Part celebration. Of the he came, he, came, he is with he us, us, and he and offers, offers to, to bring us bring into a life, a life lived. lived. In the, in the Lord, in God. In God. Seems like there's so, so much more that should be said, said that, but I know I can't, can't say it all. You can't say it all. You can't grasp it all. But it's there for us. I just want to finish by saying, pointing out, you know, it's only Christians that can enjoy the fullness of Christmas. It's, 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 it's wonderful, wonderful that the world has picked up on Christmas and taken it over. Anywhere, anywhere in the world today, today you'll find the lights, lights are, are, are on the trees. trees. You'll find you people, people saying in their own language, Merry Christmas. A couple, couple of those. Of those. If you're in Hawaii, you say Melikalikamaka. If you're in France, you say Joyo Noel. It all means, it all means the, same the same thing. thing. You know, people, people, people are worshiping. And, and people develop the spirit during Christmas. The spirit of wanting to give, give generously. generously. The spirit, the spirit of, of being open to each other. other. They talk they about the spirit of Christmas. People get that and they know it for a little while. But with most people, it's there for a few days and then it's gone. The glitter and the glamour and the excitement and the spirit and all of that. It's great. It's, great. it's, it's wonderful, wonderful that that happens in our world. It's, it's fun to be a part of it. We can, we can take part in part of everything the world does at Christmas, except for the sinful things. things. But there's so much in the world that we can, that we can you know, take part in, join in, be giving, say Merry Christmas to the clerk, you know. It's all good. But it doesn't last. Not for the non-Christian. And eventually it becomes tiresome. People, People get to the place where they, they think, think the Christmas, Christmas is a burden. burden. All you have to do is, do is hear them talk about the stores or among our friends. Oh, oh, it's such, it's a, such burden. a burden. I'll be so glad when it's over. I just get I just sick and tired of hearing these Christmas carols in the buildings all the time. Don't you? No. I never get tired of the Christmas carols. I can relate I can to the man who's, who's the, the, uh, 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 on the editorial, the editorial staff of a major magazine, magazine who uh, uh, writes, writes up the, uh, the critics and commentators, you know, about all the new music that's out, you know, all the stuff that you have, and the rock, and the rap, he's in charge of all that, keeping people posted on what's going on, and he says he has about 100,000 songs on his iPod or whatever it is they use. But he says that December 1st, December 30th, he puts on nothing Christmas carols. He never gets sick and tired of them. If you're not a Christian, that's what happens. You'll get sick and tired of the burden, of the excitement, of the word, of all that. But if you're in Christ, if you know him, if you have that wonderful relationship with him, Christmas continues all year, all year and all life and, and into, into eternity. eternity. Rejoice, Rejoice in the incarnation. God bless you.
And I believe that we have their service this morning, so you stand and pray with me. Our Heavenly Father, Father, oh, what a joy. joy. Dear Lord, Lord, know know that we have a Father in heaven heaven who loves us and cares about us, who who is part of this of lighting this fourth candle, candle, to be reminded reminded, you love us so much. much. You've done so much much for us. us. Your Son son has come come to us us in the flesh, provided us with salvation, provided us with eternal life, provided us with joy. Help us, Lord, keep you close to our heart and to walk with you in the way you open to us through your through your grace, we pray in Jesus Christ. Amen.